It's Optimism Wednesday. And what better to celebrate Optimism Wednesday than the Sterling Beer Bells, two of them this morning. Great stuff. And the thumbnail picture is me with Gina Lee Nolan. How optimistic was that? Tremendously optimistic. She's presenting me a trophy. Uh, Sam Ellinger is going to go off this Sunday. By the way, like I said, it's Optimism Wednesday. Sam Ellinger is going to go off. The Colts should not be sellers at the trade deadline, not trade Shaquille Leonard, not trade Matt Ryan. Don't trade anybody. Keep all your assets. Let's go to the playoffs, right? We're going to talk about PFF grades, pro football focus. They have got to go up. We are optimistic, like I was optimistic in seventh grade biology, that I was going to ace Mr. Peterson's test on a Wednesday. You know what? That optimism was not validated as I went through junior high school. However, I think that our um, Colts are favored this Sunday with Sam Ellinger as a quarterback. They're favored over the Washington Commanders. We'll talk about the Commanders a little bit. And Taylor, Taylor Heineke, Gus Bradley mentioned him in his media comments yesterday. We're also going to talk uh, of J.D. Campbell on the men, we found out. And, and that's a great thing. He's out of the hospital. He's a basketball SID at Indiana University and does a great job. Uh, the Colts, they signed a putter yesterday for the practice squad. This is not good news for Matt Hawk. Uh, and the Pacers play tonight at the Bulls. This is Breakfast with Kent for Wednesday, Optimism Wednesday, October 26th, 2022. Brought to you by the great people at BUSR, BUSR.com slash Kent. Make an initial deposit, sign up, make an initial deposit, and WAP, $150 or percent signing bonus in free play, up to $2,500. Nice deal, BUSR.com slash Kent. Sign up today, and remember to subscribe, remember to like, and you are automatically entered to win what is in this golden prize egg, and... You know what? Uh, ring the bell so you get an alert every time we go live. If you want to donate, donate. Love that. Thank you. We plow all proceeds, or at least most of them. I, I don't, I got to be honest, I don't really keep track. Um, into the show, prizes, whatnot, fantastic. Okay, let's, let's talk about sports. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. On this Wednesday, only four days until Sam Ellinger's debut as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Finally, fans who have been calling for Sam Ellinger to be the starting quarterback, they're going to find out whether they were nuts or whether they were right. Let's hope they were right, like all of us. I didn't think Sam Ellinger was going to be a starting quarterback for the Colts because I didn't think Frank Reich would pull that trigger. Frank Reich didn't pull the trigger. Jim Irsay pulled the trigger, and Frank Reich has got to ride the bullet wherever it goes. That's how it works in the NFL. You got an owner, the owner has the vote. The only vote that matters. And and that's just, that's working in business. If you work for a privately held corporation or business, you answer to the owner. And the owner can tell you what to do, and you have to do it. So Frank Reich is going to start Sam Ellinger. And I think that Ellinger, you know, what do we expect? Who knows? So our only guide is our hope. Like if, if we're cynics, we think that Sam Ellinger is going to crap the bet and he's going to be terrible and the Colts are going to lose to Washington. 
If we are optimists, which we all are on Wednesdays, and we are filled with hope, brimming with hope, we think Sam Ellinger is going to be awesome. And the game is going to be a great success, and that home crowd is going to be electrified by an athletic quarterback in the measure we haven't had one in a while. Marcus Brady, the offensive coordinator, spoke to the media yesterday, and he had some things to say that were kind of interesting. He said that the Colts are going to run their offense, but with some nuance. Number one, I don't know what their offense is. There's no discernible DNA to this offense. Number two, the nuance is going to bring some level of dynamism to this this group that hasn't been at least readily apparent through seven games because Matt Ryan is not nimble in the pocket, does not get outside the pocket well, does not go get yards with his feet well. Sam Ellinger, you know, good comment yesterday by a football coach. Sam Ellinger's vertical at the combine was 36 inches. Vertical converts to quickness. That tells you about quickness. Sam Ellinger, a quick athlete who has not been worn out by 14 and a half years of playing starting level quarterback football in the in the NFL. That is a good thing for the Colts to have under center, under Ryan Kelly this week. We'll talk about Ryan Kelly in a few minutes and the rest of that offensive line. Uh, Gus Bradley said a couple of things that were interesting yesterday. Number one, last year when he was the defensive coordinator for the Vegas Raiders, he had to prepare for Washington with Taylor Heineke as a quarterback. So he remembers quite well what the good and the bad and the ugly are with Taylor Heineke. And last week, not terribly beautiful with Taylor Heineke, but they did manage, the commanders did, to beat the Packers. So there is that. He's prepared for Heineke before. Uh, Heineke, Washington won last year 17-15 to against Vegas, and Heineke was 23 of 30 for 196, 2 and 1. He was sacked once. That looks like a line for Matt Ryan, doesn't it? Like a low yards per attempt average, but a high percentage of completions. Uh, Said last year also they prepared for Sam Ellinger, and he kind of extolled Sam Ellinger's, um, you know, the assets that he brings to bear in running the scout team, where he is always learning, he is always detail-oriented, he throws with great accuracy, and he is a guy that the defense for the Colts has been able to rely on to really show out in practice and and give a righteous demonstration of what opposing quarterbacks are going to be. So that's a good thing. Uh, First injury report will be today. We are going to see Shaq Leonard will be full today. He'll be full tomorrow. He'll be full Friday unless there's a significant injury that doesn't allow him to do that. But he is more or less good to go. He'll be evaluated Friday, and we'll see if he's up on Sunday. I think he needs to be up on Sunday. That defense needs a lift, too, because that defense sees some turmoil. Players sense this. Uh, Players know when there's turmoil, and turmoil is not always responded to uh, positively. Having a guy like Shaq come back to the defense is going to give that defense a lift. There's going to be an energy boost for the defense, maybe for the offense too, with Sam Ellinger coming up and and becoming the starter. And and there will definitely be a lift in terms of energy with the crowd. Uh, Let's talk for a moment about the trade deadline. 
People are saying they want Matt Ryan traded. They want Shaquille Leonard traded. They want Ryan Kelly traded. They want all the guys traded who have not either played or have not played well but cost a lot of money. How many general managers do you think are in the NFL who are so dumb that they would overpay for that? This in the NBA trade deadline. All right, and the trade deadline is a week from today. It's November 2nd. Look, they're not idiots. Sometimes they are. Like, you can, get, you can get over on people a little bit in the NFL, but not generally, and not at the trade deadline. I mean, the Colts have not made a bunch of trade deadline uh, deals in the past. Other NFL teams, again, don't look at the trade deadline as they do in the NBA. It's time to get busy. It's time to win kind of the media war. It's time to win ESPN Sports Center and get your your team above the fold in terms of national talk through your deals. That's not what the NFL does. It's not how the NFL works. Trades are uh, very uh, very few and far between in the NFL, although there have been more recently. Toby, thank you very much. No team or GM is dumb enough to trade for Ryan. Yeah, I don't think that they are. Like, the Colts just demoted him. What value could that man have? So don't trade, and don't trade Shaquille Leonard. You you buy low and sell high. You don't buy high and sell low. What are we doing? Who are you negotiating with, for God's sake, children? Uh, by the way, back to injuries. Jahan Dotson might be back this week. The rookie out of Penn State, who I loved coming out of Penn State, uh, may be back. And then Terry McLaurin, the Cathedral graduate, coming back home to the stadium where his Cathedral Fighting Irish won four straight state championships. He was the best athlete on the field, probably in all four of those games. Terry McLaurin was a guy who had practiced with the offense, and then on Friday night or Saturday in terms of the uh, state championships, two of them at least, he'd go out and, and play defense just because he was a great athlete. Terry McLaurin really, really good, and a guy I wanted, again, the Colts to trade, and I was yelling about it before the trade. He wanted this guy. He went in the third round of the Commanders, and in his fourth season, he is on pace for 65, I think fourth or fifth, 65 catches, 1,068 yards. All right. Um, Frank Reich with the media just bothers me. He's going to talk to the media today again. I think on some level, you got to be honest with the media. And this isn't about being part of the media. This is about being a conduit to the fans. Like, that's why coaches and players talk to the media. It's not because they love the media. They don't talk to the media because they love me or Zach Kiefer or Mike Chappell or, or anybody else. They talk to the media because that is how they communicate with fans. And, and Frank Reich talks to the fans with indifference through the media, like a United States senator does. You know, the senators have six years, no cut deals, right? It's right talks like that. Give fans something, something real, something they can trust. Rarely does that. Uh, pro football focus, the grades for the offense, I got to tell you, they are not reasons for optimism, but they got to go up. So that's kind of optimistic. Look at the offensive line. We'll just do the offensive line. All right. Ryan Kelly, 61.9 in his grade at Pro Football Focus. He's 39th of 37, or uh, 19th of 37. Quentin Nelson, 66.1, 29th of 
23rd ranked guard out of 77. There are 22 guards in the NFL that grade better than Quentin Nelson. He's paid at the top of the scale, by the way. Uh, Dennis Kelly, 56.5. That's 66th out of 77 among tackles. Pryor, Matt Pryor, man, do something. 45.7, 76th out of 77 eligible guards. 76 out of 77, only one worse. And, and then Braden Smith, the uh, kind of like Robert Hoover of the Delta House. You know, you're, you're at the top. Uh, 69.3, 31st of 77. That's the offensive line. Hoosier Films, thank you. 7-8-1, and one. well, seven, you're forgetting the 17th game. 8-8-1, eight, eight and one. that's not the worst case, no. On, on, hey, it's Optimism Wednesday, yes, that's the worst case. Seven wins, worst case, Optimism Wednesday. Ask me tomorrow. Uh, the Colts, they signed Nolan Cooney. To the practice squad, he is a punter. He has never had NFL regular season action. He averaged 44.8 yards per kick at Syracuse. Matt Hawk had a terrible week, did not help the Colts cause. Minus one kick that was 60. Otherwise, not good. So they're bringing in uh, Nolan Cooney, and they may elevate him uh, this week. Yeah, they have no they have no like skin in the game where it comes to Matt Hawk. J.D. Campbell, the basketball SID for Indiana, uh, Indiana University. J.D.'s been there for a long time. He was Dan Dockich's SID up at Bowling Green. We love J.D. Campbell. He is out of the hospital. He is convalescing. Hopefully he's back, um, you know, kind of uh, wrangling the media down in Bloomington as they try to get access to the players and Mike Woodson and everybody involved in that program. Love to see that J.D. is on the mend. Pacers tonight at the Bulls. The Bulls, an eight-point favorite. Talk about a reason for optimism. I think the Pacers cover. Now, look, Zach Levine is back, and DeMar DeRozan is playing his ass off, and so is Vucevic. Those guys are balling out, but the Pacers don't know when they're beat. So that eight number is interesting to me because eight can be done by Matherin and Halliburton and Jalen Smith and Isaiah Jackson, and this group. That can happen. Eight. You can you can backdoor an eight, right? Down 15 with four minutes to play. It would not surprise me to see the Pacers get that down to six, five, four before the buzzer, and all of a sudden you're cashing a winning ticket. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? The great Tom Spaulding, the great David Smith. Happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. And, and you do that, best do that, with an honest and specific compliment. Lift people up. Don't be Kanye West. Don't be yay. Don't do that. Don't drag people down. Don't. Let's, let's stop that, for the love of God. Anti-Semitism? What have we become? My God. Stop it. Stop pointing at specific groups, large groups, and and decrying them. Are you out of your minds? Stop that. Lift people. Don't drag people down. I'll talk to you later this afternoon inside Indiana Sports Now. It's going to be magical on an Optimism Wednesday.